Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fig Cave. The first episode, I guess, maybe? Depends on when we post this. Um, we will get into what this show is and what it's going to be about a little bit later. But uh, first, let's get our inaugural guests on the line here. All right, folks, for my first episode, I had to go with someone who I consider one of the uh, the biggest names, I think, in the, the collecting uh, collecting genre, wrestling figure collecting. It's Kyle Peterson. You can follow him on Instagram, the underscore Kyle underscore Peterson. He's Sir Paul 64 on Twitter and uh, his YouTube. It's a YouTube.com slash Kyle Peterson 19. Kyle, how are you? 1980, right? There Kyle, you go. Kyle, Kyle Peterson, 1980. Kyle, how are you this, this uh, fine afternoon? Bill, I am doing wonderful. Glad you can make some time for me. If you guys don't know Kyle, I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to my show or this show, you, you know who Kyle is. But Kyle is uh, not only one of the biggest wrestling collectors in the world, but I just think overall figure collectors. He's you know in Marvel and G.I. Joe and anything you can imagine, uh, Turtles, NECA, everything. So we're going to run down the gauntlet. We're, we're going to yeah. stick mostly to wrestling, but I want to get into kind of what makes you tick and um, how this all got started. Um, but, um, how did you get into collecting? You've talked about your dad here and there on, on the YouTube show, which, uh, I, I just posted a photo to social media that my son is, my son loves, yeah. loves your videos more than me. He wakes up before we start <laughs> school. Yeah. First we started watching the top 10 wrestling figures. Then we watched the top 10 Marvel. Now he's hooked because you, you, know, you a video will pop up on his, uh, his iPad when he's using my work iPad and you, you're always posting new stuff, which is great. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he loves it. Uh, what, uh, Tell us how you got into collecting, and uh, and how this all started because uh, you have pretty pretty impressive uh, collection going on down there. Yeah, I mean it's a long story, but you know I guess it goes way back. I'm a child of the '80s, which I think probably a lot of people that are listening to this are probably from the '80s or '90s. I would safely presume, probably at least ninety percent. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a child of the '80s, and to me, the '80s was the glorious, the the best time for toy collecting or toy playing uh, at that most. Uh, it was a magical time where every single toy out there had a cartoon with it or a comic book or both in some instances. And I truly still believe. And, you know, the funny thing is go to a toy aisle today and all the properties that are in that toy aisle outside of maybe Fortnite and a couple other things. It's all the same stuff, stuff that was around in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Superheroes, wrestling, G.I. Joe, Transformers, He-Man. I could go on. And it truly is the best part. And those kids like me that stayed home, you know, um, I collected everything in the 80s, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, all the stuff that you, you've seen on my channel. If you've watched, if not, what are you waiting for? But uh, I've, uh, I was all in on all those 80s things. I was a de the definition of a child from the 80s and my collecting went that way. And I was very, very lucky that my dad had a passion for collecting. He totally gets it. Um, I get it now with my kids, um, but we get he got it that, hey, Kyle, you got to get all of them. You got to be a completist. Oh, you got this GI Joe. You can't just be missing two from this set. We got to get them all. And <laughs> we we loved the thrill of the hunt. Uh, the hunt was the is you know even today the hunt is probably fifty percent of the fun. I would say. Oh, uh, it's you know? it's more for me. I, I feel like yeah. I enjoy. I'm even if I've been going out the last couple of weeks and there hasn't really been anything new on the on the shelves. Yep that I really need, but you know, there's, there's, there's folks in our Facebook group that need stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just like going and seeing what's out there and, 
I mean, it's pretty depressing sometimes, about eighty percent of the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's you know, the thrill of the hunt is really what makes it for me. I I, yep. I agree. That's what that's the staying power when maybe there's a a set of figures that you're not in love with. But hey, let me see if I can find these and you know what what comes yeah. up. But um, I don't know how many times I've sat in an aisle and said, "What am I doing with my life? How many <laughs> hours am I wasting? What what am I doing here?" Or what <laughs> what, what Walmart are, am I even at right now? I don't remember which yeah. you know. <laughs> It's my what third one today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For you, that's the that's the case. What state am I in? Um, <laughs> what state am I in? So tell us roughly how many figures you have. If someone just pretend the person listening has never yeah. seen your videos, uh, how many figures do you have, and 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 what lines? I mean, you don't have to go through every single figure line, but yeah. tell us everything you collect. Uh, you know, I'm well. Uh, I, I'm over ten thousand figures. I mean, probably well over at this point. Um, Obviously, wrestling has always been, they've all been near and dear to my heart. And it's funny is, you know, I'm really known for my wrestling figures, probably more than anything, my wrestling figure collection, which is funny because, you know, G.I. Joe, I probably love just as much, if not more, which is kind of funny and surprising to some people hear that. But G.I. Joe has been so near and dear to my heart ever since I was a kid, just like wrestling. Um, But I do collect G.I. Joe, wrestling, uh, Marvel Legends, even a little Marvel Select. Marvel Legends are, are tremendous these days. I absolutely love those. The NECA Ninja Turtles. I get the cartoon and movies. Um, I get all kinds of stuff. I even dabble in heavy metal. I, I'm a big heavy metal guy. Motorhead's my favorite band ever. I, motorhead figures, motorhead statues, stuff like that. I, I do get some Transformers. I'm pretty heavy into the Black Series, Star Wars. Uh, I collect a lot of things. Actually, too many things, probably, but I do collect a lot of stuff. It's it's pretty crazy to see the videos and see your collection, and I, I don't know how you do it. I mean, when I'm like... You know, I was a big wrestling collector, so, you know, had the podcast, and I dabbled into the, you know, I was, as a kid, number one was G.I. Joe for me. I played for hours and upon hours, more so than wrestling ever. And then with the classified coming out, I, I, dab- I jumped into those, and now I'm like, you know, I so two, two things in my basement I've already consumed. I, I can't even imagine, you know, how much time you unbo- spend unboxing yeah. and, and, and organizing and all that stuff. But the way you have it set up looks great. If anybody hasn't gone to his YouTube channel, definitely definitely check it out. Uh, we, we try to post it in our, our Facebook group, The Fig Cave, and uh, he's, he's always uh, kind of promoting himself, as, as you should. Um, your, your your wife has, has made a couple appearances in your videos. You, you, your daughters are helping you yep. kind of organize and, and, and figure on how important do you think that is to – uh, for collectors to have their family at least you know support their yeah. hobby you don't have to like be out there hunting with your wife or something no. but how important do you think that is to have your family support you know that's one oh. of the most important things in your life you know yeah it's it's awesome my wife angie is truly a saint you've seen her in a few videos here and there but like as much stuff as i pick up and hunt for i mean it's a constant grind what i'm what i do out there and she is totally supportive I don't think she's ever batted an eye or said, Kyle, there's too much, or what are you doing? You know, you hear stories and you see them on Facebook or whatever all the time. Oh, I had to hide this from my wife. I had to do this, or I had packages come. I mean, I've literally had a day where I've had 50 packages come in one day. And she she doesn't even bat an eye on it. It's just used to it to her. And it's super cool. I mean, there's, it's cool on Sunday. She went to Target to get groceries. Hey, here, FaceTime you from the aisle. Here's what's going on. Um, Very, very cool. And my kids, Obviously, I have, I have two daughters, so, you know, they, they like it a little bit, but obviously they like a little more of the LOL dolls and Barbies and stuff like uh, that, yeah. which is is accepted. Uh, but I go back to me as a kid with my dad. I mean, probably the best time of my life was on the hunt with my dad. He was a hardcore starting lineup collector uh, back in the day, and I got the G.I. Joe, the Marvel, the wrestling figures along the way. 
And every Sunday, Saturday, it'd be 7 a.m., wake Kyle out of bed. Hey, we're going here. I got the map out. This is where we're going. This is pre-GPS. This is pre-Pop Finder, pre-Brixie. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. We're going. We're hitting these 25 stores. Here's the pattern we're going to go. I know this Kmart usually hits on Saturdays, and, you know, he would have a plan out. And so I've been doing this since I was a little kid. I mean, it's truly a, a part of me. And my wife and kids, my kids are used to it. Uh, and they like it too, but, uh, obviously I, I really cherished the time with my dad as a kid. And then my wife helping me out now, uh, she's the, the brains behind the operation, uh, helping me build detolfs and all that kind of stuff. I was going to say, she's the detolf master. And I, she is. I understand the, the people who, who's, I mean, whose wives are, you know, how many packages my wife's like that. She'll give me an eye roll here and there, but she will, when she goes out shopping, she'll check things for me. Uh, we will go on vacation and like, Hey, on the way to the beach, let's stop at this Walmart. Okay, cool. And, and I remember one time we go to the, the aisle, there's nothing there. And she's like, I've been into so many stores with you. Do you ever find anything in like these stores? <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. you know, I really 80% of the time I don't, but, um, yeah. I, I, th- I think it is really important to at least have, you know, if, if you liked the, you know, if I football, you know, you'd like to have that person yeah. there with you watching football games. It's just the same thing. It's, you know, this is the hobby that we love and, I'm not telling you to break up with someone if they don't support your collecting. Uh, you know, yeah. There's there's, there's uh, means to an ends for that stuff, but it is it is important. Um, you know, the thing I like to say is for all you uh, listeners out there, you know, if anything I can help you with, you can always say, "Hey, look what Kyle gets. His wife doesn't say anything, so maybe I can help <laughs> some viewers out." Say, so somebody else, he's crazy. Look, his wife doesn't say anything. Oh man, I don't <laughs> know if you've ever said something like that to your wife, but it does not. That does not work with my. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah. Tell exactly. us about the YouTube channel. What made you start that? And what's what's been your favorite part of that? Yeah, you know, uh, that was nothing I ever planned to do. It's funny. You go back. My first video I ever made was uh, my collection tour video. And it hasn't even been a year in the channel yet. I think I started the channel officially in April of 2020. But um, I had no plans to do that. But, you know, I mean, all these Facebook groups. I've been in a lot of these collecting groups, Twitter, for a long time. And, you know, I, like everybody, you share, hey, I picked this up or I found that. And a lot of people were saying, Kyle, we know you got a lot of stuff. Let's see a collection tour. You know, let's see, because I'd post pictures every once in a while. Hey, oh, my gosh, you got all those detolfs. And uh, David C. Anderson, uh, another well-known collector in the community, he actually lives close by me and we're friends. And he reached out and said, you know, Kyle, you really should film this. And he said he'd come over and help me film it and I could kind of walk through and and, uh, you know, I thought I'd just post it in a couple Facebook groups for people to see, just like, you know, you normally do. And then that video blew up. It really just like took on a life of its own out of nowhere. Uh, you never know how YouTube and the algorithms and all that stuff works. But then, you know, we're well over, you know, closing in on 200,000 views on that thing. It's awesome. Uh, it just took a life of its own. And then so many people, the comments, you know, you're always going to have negative comments. And as funny as I, I could care less, you know, I'd, some people get worked up by the comments. I kind of find humor in it. Hey, as long as you're commenting, I don't care if it's good or bad. Um, but uh, a lot of people in there were a lot of good words in there like, hey, love to see more, love to see more. And so I said, you know what? I get so much stuff. It wouldn't hurt to unbox it. And you watch the couple, first few of my videos. I mean, they're they're terrible. There's no personality. Trying to get used to it like anybody else. I'm sure if you went back to your first podcast, it was oh, probably God. the same type terrible. of thing. I don't even want to listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And uh, so it's just kind of funny. But it's just grown from there. And then like anything else, you do it enough, you get more comfortable and you know, you start picking up that you say a lot of things. Like one thing I say on my channel all the time is see you later. Whenever I open something, I throw it. I say, Oh, see you later. (laughs) And I've been doing that forever. And it's just like nonchalant, no big deal. Well, people start picking up on it and saying it all the time. And 
I always say, got to get a deal, play the long game. I get, you know, comments in there like that. It just takes a life of its own and it's fun. It's a nice uh, release. It's fun to touch base with people. It's really cool. You guys, I'm trying to find a, a complete Jack's Ruthless Aggression set. Uh, I think without the YouTube channel, I've had so many people reach out to me to help me out or point me in a direction or, or whatever. Uh, so it's been really cool. It's been a, a cool community, I guess, like most things turn into be. Um, so it's pretty fun uh, all around. That's so funny. Today, my son was like, "What, Daddy, does he not throw the trash in the trash can? Why does he just throw the trash? Like, he, he does throw it away, son. It's just he just gets rid of it while he's doing the video. So don't worry. Um, what, what are your favorite tricks for finding figures? You always talk about playing the long game, and I agree mm -hmm. with you there. I think you and Fig Hill are two of my favorite collectors to follow on social media. And both of you guys have a similar approach that you don't – neither of you have to be the first. Like, I don't see either of you guys like, oh, I found these figures before anybody else in the whole country. Like, that's yeah. not what you really care about. I mean, you care about building your collection for yourself, not for yeah. you know, likes. But um, yeah. what, what are your favorite tricks? I mean, I know you, you'll find some sales at GameStop and Amazon here yeah. and there, but what, what's your favorite? I mean, do you have like a set of websites that you, every day you just boom, 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 go down the websites, search, you no. know, have a filter you search? Not necessarily. You know, I, I would love to get stuff first off because I'm like any other collector. I want it right away. I want to open it. I want to see it. And, you know, I talk about turtle anxiety. Those start hitting and I'm starting to hit my stores. I want to get that stuff right away. I want to get it done and move on to the next one. But, yeah. you know, I'm in the Midwest. The Midwest uh, usually doesn't get stuff first. Usually it's the coast. That's changed a little bit. But, um, but I do. I always say, hey, play the long game. I always give tips like that. Uh, but I am probably the worst at playing the long game because I should. I, I get, you know, the elites come out, they're 20 bucks at Target or Walmart or whatever. Um, but if you wait, I guess elites is a terrible example because they don't hang around much. And I can't remember the last time we really see elites on clearance at stores. No, uh, no. But there's a lot of stuff, Marvel Legends, things like that. Uh, I always say I should have played the long game, but I'm so excited to get new product in my hands and the new toy, the new shiny toy of the moment. But I tell you. 90% of the time, almost all toy lines, I'll say almost, you play that long game, you'll save yourself so much more money. Um, GameStop especially, they have $5 sales all the time. And, you know, if you're in a major metropolitan area, you might have 5 to 15 GameStops in your area. You can make a killing on figures for 5 bucks in a piece. Perfect example was there was a McFarlane, NECA, or McFarlane Ninja Turtles with, like, Batman and Robin and stuff like that this summer. They were originally 50 bucks. They went down to $11 each. I wasn't going to buy them at 50 but $11, yeah. I'll buy those all day. Oh, my gosh, um, yeah. Games, GameStop, Amazon, Ringside Collectibles for Wrestling. I mean, they have amazing clearance sales. If you can hold out and you can wait. I mean, you think of uh, – well, Phil, you probably remember this. Remember last year's Survivor Series set with Alicia Fox in there? Oh, my gosh. Re was... Remember? Yeah. Remember that thing was going for like 50 60 bucks for yeah. a while. I, I mean, bought it, it off ridiculous. eBay. I bought it off eBay panicking, and now it's – was I think it was yeah. 7 or seven, or $8.99. $7. Yeah. But, you know, it gets to be how long do you want to play that long game. But, you know, there's some collectors out there. You know, if you're frugal and you really do play that long game, Obviously, there's certain figures you know you probably can't play the long game with, but there's a lot of stuff, more stuff than not. You play that long game, you won't pay hardly anything for some stuff. Yeah, I've I've, I've gotten since I got back into collecting three years ago. I've gotten every single women's elite mint on mm -hmm. card, and I mean those are the those are the ones I've I've now learned since the Alicia Fox debacle that I can yeah. wait. 
Yeah, you know, I got a lender blaze, you know, a year later yeah. for for ten bucks, or you know, the the ringside sale is full. You know, I, I think the collectors out there and the kids, you know, they're not really playing with the female figures yeah. as, mu- as much as the male figures. So you can get and some I, pretty good deals there. So I agree. I say that all the time. We got to take a step back because primarily these are marketed at boys. And I know back when I was a kid, I wasn't going to be buying uh, girl toys. You look at my GI Joe collection; there was very few females. Nothing against females. No, but that's no, just kind yeah, of the, just the mind wanna, of a kid. Yeah, you want to play with what you what you are. You're a boy. You yep. want to play with boys. Um, yep. So, so you have a couple videos up on your YouTube. You've done the the top WWE figures of the yeah. year. You've done the top Marvel Legends of the year. I don't want to spoil alert any of that, but I just wanted you to give me like some of your top your favorite figures of to, of 2020 uh, across all lines. Doesn't have to be wrestling. We can start with a couple yeah. of those if you want, and uh, you can kind of give us what you know why you why you like those so much. Yeah, well, I'll spoil my number one for wrestling. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, check out the video though; it's it's a good video. But uh, it, for those that watch my channel, everybody knew. I think it was probably the worst kept secret ever. That Legend Series Eight Target exclusive Ultimate Warrior was my favorite by far this year. Was my favorite figure, and that really goes back to me being a child of the '80s, the right age when the Ultimate Warrior broke out and and made such an impact. Um, you know, my years of weightlifting and MMA training back in the day. I mean, Ultimate Warrior truly inspired me back in the day for all that kind of stuff, uh, working out, all that. I mean, I used to listen to his motivational stuff, so I've loved The Warrior forever. I remember being so excited for that Hall of Fame night, the next night on Raw. I mean, the highest of highs to the lowest of lows with him, him dying, you know, the next day. Just crazy. And to have that in figure form after that speech, I mean, and the figure's amazing. It's just an amazing figure. And by and far, not just the number one wrestling figure of the year, the number one figure of the year for me. Uh, just amazing figure. Yeah, uh, um, that was not a well-kept secret because yeah, I think you told me today <laughs> you have six or seven of those figures. But yeah. it's a it's a damn good figure. Um, I can't pass it up. And your top Marvel stole. legend is uh, probably we're we're on the same uh, yeah. same side with that because that's my favorite superhero of all time. So I don't know if you want to spoil that too, yeah. but. So, um, any other wrestling yeah, uh, figures that you just kind of maybe not in your top ten necessarily, but yeah. just uh, you came out of nowhere? You didn't think they were going to be as you know amazing as they were. I mean, I, I can I can run yep. down like the the Viking Raiders. I didn't think yep. we were going to even see figures from them this year, and those just kind of took the cake. Um, what say you? Yeah, I love the Viking Raiders. Definitely in my top ten. I mean, I always say it all the time. I love big wrestlers. I love face painted wrestlers. I love mask wrestlers. I mean. They have the face paint. They're big. They got the cool tattoos. I mean, those are slam dunks. I mean, those are just an amazing figures. Uh, another one that I love is a sleeper this year, and I think, Phil, you'll agree with me because I think you were one of the champions of this figure, and you're not even a big fan of him, but you knew how good this figure was, and I love it. It was that Freddie Blassie collector's edition. Uh, amazing figure. Yeah, uh, I would say I I'm that. not a big fan of him. I just was uh... – and I never really went back and watched all that stuff. I started like around WrestleMania six or seven, so I was, you know, mm-hmm. I've I've heard of him and seen videos of him. Yeah. So I, you know, I was just uh, it was just a person that I didn't really had no emotional connection to. But yeah, you're right. That the figure is just basically like a shrunken down person. It's it's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple other figures I really liked that Rock Ultimate Edition. I know some people had I luckily had good experiences with mine, but some people were missing heads, missing shirts, had paint application issues. That was kind of a reoccurring thing this year, unfortunately, with Mattel. But uh, my Rock Ultimate was spot on perfect, and I'm not even that big of a Rock fan. And that was easily in my top ten list. I loved that figure. 
And then uh, we got to talk AEW a little bit. Mixed bag with those figures. I think they're growing into it. There's still some issues with sizing and color tones, obviously distribution, stuff like that. But I absolutely love that Pentagon Jr. figure. I think that was a work of art. And then the bloody Cody figure from the Dustin uh, Blood Brothers 2-pack. That Cody with blood, amazing. And then I also love that blue Jushin Thunder Liger, J- Japanese oh, exclusive. Very rare. Uh, I got that one. I'm very glad I did, seeing the price of that thing now. But that was another sleeper figure of uh, 2020. Oh, for sure. You, you touched on AEW. I had kind of a totally separate question for them because I think it's important uh, because this is the first time we've had a real toy line going up against Mattel in the, in the wrestling mm-hmm. uh, division here. Thoughts on AEW heading into 2021, what they have to do to kind of get mm-hmm. to that next level because uh, they just announced uh, Series 3. That this, you know, They're selling like crazy on ringside. I think they're on pre-order 4 on on th- two or three of the figures. So people are buying them. I, 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 have, yep. I have problems with, with most of them. I just don't think they're They've gotten to that next level from from series one to now series three, um, but there is some signs for for hope and a lot of a lot of stuff that they're doing. What what do you think they need to do uh, from distribution to the actual physical figures themselves? I mean, we could have a whole episode on just this very easily, uh, but it's an amazing idea. I love Jax. Going back to Jeremy, he's the the steering the ship at Jazzwares. Jeremy Padauer, uh, an amazing what he did for wrestling figures. Uh, hopefully it's never forgotten. I, I love the Jack's classic superstars. I love the Jack stuff from the, from back in the day, he changed the industry and laid the groundwork for Mattel. Mattel just took it to the next level. And that's what happens with everything over time. Uh, so now he's jumping back in with Jazzwares. You know what? The packaging is tremendous on these figures. I love the packaging. Series one had some issues, uh, color tone issues, distribution issues, etc. Series two, fix the skin tone still i don't know if there's going to be distribution problems it's still early we'll see uh but now we're looking at height problems uh, scale problems kind of back to some of the old jack stuff mm-hmm. but they seem to be getting better every series we just recently saw uh, pictures of series three uh there's a couple of head scans in there that are a little questionable hopefully they look better in person but i continue to see them improving and i think by maybe series six series seven they should be able to find their groove and that, that's just talking figures. That's not talking distribution. And that's at the end of the day, you can have the best figures in the world, but if people can't get them, they're, you know, it is what it is. You can't get them in people's hands. And they have struggled in distribution. And, and I deal with a lot of that in my real life work, my real life job. Uh, I've dealt with Walmart um, Bentonville offices in the past. I mean, I understand how they work and how they go to market and how they operate. And I think there are some major issues with the uh, supply chain uh, distribution with Jazzwares. But supposedly, 2021, Jazzwares AEW figures are supposed to be available everywhere. That would include Target, you know, Amazon, you name it. Oh, if boy. that is truly the case, it's got to be easier for everybody to get them. Um, so yeah. we'll see with that. I was wondering about that, too, because I, you probably know this, or maybe you can make a kind of an educated guess, of WWE figures the ratio of of how many how much percentage is sold on ringside versus in st- stores it's got to be pretty heavily in store right like 70, uh, yeah 75 80 percent i would even maybe even go 85 90 maybe 90 or more yeah uh, if you count amazon as a store i guess which i i would um ringside is you know people think ringside is the biggest thing in the world and they are number one for wrestling figures but it's amazing how many people if there's probably censuses out there stuff online i've seen them before how many people in the United States that just don't even have the internet? 
it's sh it's shocking when you take a big step back. So yep. it's a lot of stuff is primarily store driven. Yeah, I think if if AW can't get into stores, you know, for you know, if it takes them till middle of the year, it's they're going to be in trouble just because. Yeah, the ringside is. I love ringside, and I would yep. love you know to do work with them in the future. They they are a niche of a niche, so it's it's tough yeah. a tough for, to base your entire business model on that. I'm sure Jeremy was yelling at some people to get these figures or, or figure out the supply chain stuff because if you're not on the the, the pegs at Walmart and Target, yeah. you can't you know the the, the average you know. Joe six pack is not going to be able to pick up the figure for his kid for his birthday. And then you're, yep. then you're screwed. So hopefully that, oh. that can be fixed heading into the 2021 for sure. hundred, hundred percent. Because I, I know firsthand from Walmart empty shell. You can't sell empty shelves. I don't know how many times I've used that and heard that in my life. Uh, and space is worth money. And if how many, uh, Walmarts out there in the country have sat empty with AEW pegs for, six seven months now yeah uh, you you could have something else there i don't care what it is you could be hanging you know doritos from those pegs and at least you'd sell something uh, yeah they can't be happy with that no hopefully that gets corrected um what a couple more questions before we get you out of here kyle what's the best advice you can give for a new collector i'll, I'll just i wanted to touch on something first and and when you see people's collections like yours and and fig heel on instagram and the, you know so many others that that have amazing collections um, I just have to know that, like, you, you, I'm not competing with you. I'm not competing mm -hmm. with anyone else. Uh, on you know, I know people like to post pictures and and have like you know, the you know the likes and the retweets and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, your collection is yours, and I, yes. I you know I only have so much room here, so I collect you know certain things that I like, and I'm happy with it. That's my advice for a new collector that you know you're going to go crazy if you you know watch your videos yeah. and think you're, you're going to be able to compete with you because starting from right now, you've had a 30 year head start. You know, it's just, yep. it's just crazy. What what what's your your advice for someone? Yeah, I would I would recommend buying a house and then uh, making it how exactly you want for your figures. Say, have a dream of one day I'm going to build my house. My buddies always tell me, you every kid says they're going to do that. When they get older, they're going to have a house, they're going to have this and that, and you actually did it. But I wouldn't do that. But the one thing, and you're exactly right, your collection is your collection. Nobody's collection is better than anybody else's. That That's the thing. It's your collection. And there's a lot of people out there on social media and stuff that I think are collecting and buying things just because they're caught up in the madness. Uh, I very, you know, FOMO is a big word everybody uses a lot in the last few years, fear of missing out. And I think a lot of people, if you take a step back, a lot of people are buying stuff they don't even care about. And they flip it or sell it a year later or whatever. They just get caught up in the madness. I've never done that. I've always been true to myself on pretty much everything that I've ever done. I, I don't try to follow trends. I follow the trends that make me happy and what I want. And I, I really recommend every collector do that. Buy the stuff that makes you happy. Don't buy it because, oh, it's the hot toy of the day or, uh, you know, I see other people getting it, so I need to get it. That's the worst thing you can do because you'll quit collecting and, you know, be it six months, five years, whatever. Um, you'll get out of it if that's uh, your, the way you think about collecting and competing. It's, it's not a competition at all. So that's just kind of my quick advice yeah it's so true I, I i look back at my collection from when i started and i was you know big into oh man the, the collector's editions at, at walmart and target i gotta get this alexander wolf figure it's hard to get <laughs> yeah. and I, now i look at it like why did i buy this he doesn't fit into anything <laughs> that i collect i don't yeah. even know who this guy you know 10 years from now i'm like i'm not even gonna know who 
Alexander Wolf yeah. is. Like, what's the, what's the point? It doesn't uh, doesn't feed my collecting soul. But um, yeah, you know. and I recommend not being a completionist. I mean, that's that's one thing I do. That uh, I love it. I love like we talked earlier the thrill of the hunt, and I love getting the checklist and saying, "Oh, I got every one of this line." I love that. But if you don't enjoy that, if you don't enjoy some of those figures along the way, even like the worst figure, I find joy in. But if you can't find joy in that figure, you don't need to get it. That's pretty much the end of the day. Good call for sure. Uh, One last question before we get you out of here. This is the question I end all my interviews with. If you were on death row, you had one last meal, Kyle Peterson, you could eat and drink whatever the hell you wanted. (laughs) What would it be? Oh, it would a hundred percent be pizza. Um, in a, in another world of my life, I'm a, a bit of a pizza connoisseur in my travels around the Midwest and stuff. I've had about every pizza place known to man in about an eight state area. Wow, uh, and I review, I do review pizzas as well. So look me up on Facebook, the Iowa pizza King. Been a lot oh, of that's right. Yeah. You've, I, I remember when, yeah. you, when I first uh, stumbled upon you, you were, you were doing that. Yeah. You still yeah. do that? Yeah, I still, I mean, unfortunately this year it's been a lot of frozen pizza. I think I've had every frozen pizza in the world <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've been on uh, news and articles and stuff for my pizza reviews uh, in the past. So it's definitely pizza. I, I could eat pizza every meal of every day if, if I could get away with it, for sure. I, I don't blame you on that, man. Thank you so much for coming on. You guys can follow Kyle on Twitter at SirPaul64. It's YouTube.com slash KylePeterson1980. Kyle, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sure we'll speak yeah. uh, again soon, man, but thank you for taking some time out. Uh, I had a list of people when I decided to start this this project, and you were one of the top people on the list. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for, uh, for taking some time out, man. I really appreciate it. Good talking to you. All right. Thank you to Kyle Peters for coming on the Fig Cave here. I guess I need to tell people what this is, uh, but I'm not really sure what it is. I I, I miss uh, po- doing podcasts. I miss talking wrestling figures, and I wanted to jump back in, at least on a temporary or sporadic basis. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do. This is going to be called the Fig Cave. You're going to be able to find this podcast, if you're listening to it now, uh, on multiple podcast outlets. We're going to have... Uh, strictly guess interview format only 30 minutes quick car ride to work or back you can listen to it Um, maybe we go a little bit longer from time to time maybe we get off the topic of wrestling figures and get into pop culture movies or uh, video games but we're going to be very wrestling figure centric here Uh, I want to get some of my favorite writers podcasters collectors like Kyle Peterson uh, vintage toy store owners people that work for wrestling toy companies, uh, everything under the sun, um, some of our favorite uh, figure photographers, anything that touches the wrestling figure world, I want to kind of talk to some people, get to know some people, and kind of uh, learn more about this hobby that we love. So I hope you guys can follow. The best way to follow us is our Facebook group. It's The Fig Cave uh, on Facebook. You can search it. It's free to get in. Uh, we have about 200 or so members there. Uh, great community of people helping each other find wrestling figures. Uh, we do some cool, uh, hangouts and, and meetups and, and all kinds of stuff. Giveaways, uh, after pay-per-views, the guys from the run in podcast do a, uh, a fun, uh, kind of live Q and a chat on there. So we, we're always trying to do fun stuff on there. Definitely check it out. You can follow me on Twitter at I hate JJ Reddick is the best place to, uh, to find me. If you need to, uh, 
hurl some insults at me or uh, you know tell me how much I suck, do that there. Uh, but yeah, I can't guarantee this podcast is going to come out every single week. I'm going to re- record a bunch here at the end of the year and into 2021 uh, with some people I have on my list, and um, hopefully they all say yes. I think they will. And uh, just have some fun. You know, I don't think I, w- I want to follow any sort of specific format for this uh, where we talk about wrestling figures that we bought or talk about Raw and SmackDown. I mean, I, that's there's a ton of podcasts that do that and do that really well. Uh, so I'll leave that to them and I'll do this here on my own and hopefully you guys dig it. Hopefully you enjoy it. Definitely give me a shout and think, and let me know what you think. Uh, again, I don't know if this is going to be the first episode. I'm assuming I'll probably post this first. Uh, I have a couple other things lined up that will be cool, but Kyle was one that I really wanted to have on and I'm glad he was able to take some time out. Definitely check out his, uh, his YouTube page. He works really hard on that stuff. And check out our friends over at ringsidecollectibles.com, wrestlingfigures.com as well. Same, same way to get there. Uh, doing a ton of great sales here during the holidays. They have, uh, you know, really, you know, I think one of the, one of the unsung heroes of wrestling figure collecting is, is a website like this where we can, you know, have to pay a little bit extra but we don't have to uh, we talked about it with kyle you know the the constant disappointment of going to stores and not finding stuff and when you do it's damaged or you know fig swappers and all that kind of stuff uh a website where we can buy things get them delivered right to our door don't have to waste the gas money uh ringside collectibles is a website that i highly highly recommend and uh they just seem to be getting bigger and better uh so that's always awesome and you know they're a small business you know it's you, know, you might not think of them as one because they're on the on the internet and uh, you know they're promoted on some pretty big podcasts but they're they're a small business they they're a fraction of the size of a Walmart or Target so I'd rather give them my money and support real wrestling uh wrestling fans uh that run that company than than some other uh stores so I digress Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoy this, and I hope, you know, if there's somebody you think I should talk to, hey, man, the guy that runs my local toy store is uh, is a wealth of knowledge. He's been doing it for a long time, or this figure photographer is really great. Uh, you should interview him. I'm, I'm up for anything, and I, and, and I want these to be kind of free-flowing. I think the interview with Kyle went really well, and he just, you know, super easy dude to talk to, uh, down-to-earth guy, and that's the kind of people I want to talk to, so... Uh, That's it for me, Phil Gentile. Thank you guys for listening to The Fig Cave. We will be back very soon with uh, some more guests. Thanks for listening. And uh, as always, stay classy.